Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back, onesies, to the show that isn't telling you that you're wrong, just telling you why we are right. It's the audience of one show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5, also streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your podcast from. I am Andrew, next to the guy who brings pot as a white elephant gift. It's Dick. Are we at a baby shower? Schistler. Yeah. Howdy, bud. What's up, dude? Thanksgiving week. It is Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Super excited about that. Are you a fan of the Thanksgiving break and the Thanksgiving meal? I don't meal? really know. It's like, it's one of those things where it's the holiday before Christmas, and especially running the station, it's 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 awkward because everyone just kind of gives up. Yes, yeah, so there is give up week, the week of Thanksgiving. And, but I, it, lo- I but love it, it. But it sticks around all the way till like the week after New Year's when it comes to sponsors and you know, it's shows, people wanting to do shows and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully we continue Audience of One as we go through the holiday season. But yeah, it's just weird. It's weird because when I, like, for example, I struggle really bad for my morning show to get guests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though all the stuff, fun stuff's happening. Like, yeah, come out and promote it. What's but everyone's on? like, oh, I'm taking that day off. And what I love is I probably send about 30 emails a day to different mm-hmm. organizations and that's the ba- the auto replies are just obnoxious Fly, flying in this time of year. And, uh, yep. So the, how I feel about Thanksgiving, I don't really know. It I don't really care. Uh, it's the time to give thanks, Dick. Well, I meant more of like our family. I have a, I, mean, I have a large family, right? But every year, either Christmas or it's like some secret meeting happens where they all agree not to do one of them. <laughs> so, for example, I was gonna smoke a turkey, and we we're gonna cook a turkey are you sure this is not some wild conspiracy to omit you from a family gathering i will because usually when i was married i would always just go wherever she would want to go uh-huh. and i was totally cool with it because i loved her family and it was, it was so sure. much fun it's like so for example this this thanksgiving i was going to smoke a turkey mm-hmm. and then cook a regular turkey and then i think it was what's today today's the 20th uh i think it was on like saturday no one's coming now not just like one person's not coming all five brothers and sisters, all four brothers and sisters are not coming. One sister's coming. That's a lot of smoked turkey for one person. Yes. And I was just like, well, what do you, I was like, do I just, we already bought the turkey. Yeah. Can't really just, I mean, give it up. So it's one of those things. I was like, is it really Thanksgiving without my family there? I don't know. I mean, still technically it is, but uh, I'm a fan of Thanksgiving. I'm also a fan of the Thanksgiving meal. I think it's interesting how it seems to be popular these days for people to say, who really like Thanksgiving meal? And they kind of bash on it. I'm like, no, it's good. We wouldn't do it every year if it wasn't good. Now, it may not be the best meal ever. Like, I don't know that I'd pick it as my last meal if I were on, like, death row or something. But I like it. I like it. And I, so I'm trying to think of what my favorite 
favorite part of the meal is. I mean, the turkey's good, but I think I'm a stuffing guy. I like stuffing, and I like the sweet I'm a potatoes. Little bit, I like everything. The variety is the most important part. It is kind of weird. It is that one meal of the year where I'm like, I don't even care if the sides touch. Normally, I'm a set, I want my food separated. The sides really shouldn't touch each other, but in this meal, it's kind of okay if everything merges together. It's all good. Yeah. Well, we should hang out, I think, because I have nothing else going on. Uh, the weather is going to be iffy <clears throat> down here in Texas. Yeah, this is that time of year. You never know. Tomorrow might be 40. The next day might be 70. One of those things. You know, uh, speaking of weekends, I had a squirrel live in my car over the weekend. It's that Hot Pocket. He like, uh, He's a fan of the Hot Pockets. Uh, it was a wild adventure. I want to say thank you to my friend Kurt for being there and helping me figure it out and how to... Thanks, Kurt. But it chewed up my car twice. And I thought it was gone, and then it wasn't. And then, uh, so I'm kind of anticipating this week to be kind of a test drive my car every day and like see what else is broken on it. Because you never know what it chewed up. It was uh, random. I mean, you sent me a picture in a text, and it was a picture of this nest that this squirrel had made inside your engine. Uh, I guess that day you fixed it, and I swear it was the next day you sent me another picture. You said, sucker's back again. Yeah. And I thought, wait, this is a new picture? Yep. Yep. Cleared it up, and then he came back. Again. Again. Yeah. So we fixed the car three times in the past, <laughs> what, five days. And then basically I just got frustrated with it. So I just went online. I was like, how do we kill this thing? Mm-hmm. And everyone was saying, don't kill it. And I was like, well, if I f- get my hands on it, it's dead. It's dead. I'm wringing uh, his little neck. But no, I so I did all the things people suggested. So hopefully it's gone. And hopefully my car. And uh, now I'm like, oh, I got to shop for a new car because this car's 13 years old. It's getting to be that time. And uh, it's a scary world out there when purchasing a car. So if any listener out there can give me a hot deal, let me know. Uh, but yeah, it's so it's so funny how the, the world that you're not in every day, and then you're like, because the last time I bought a car was 13 years ago. And so I was like, oh, let's see what's going on with the market. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. New car prices. I think I read a month or so ago that the average average new car price is right around 46 to 47 thousand dollars that's insane I, I it wasn't that long ago that that price was a luxury car price now that's just your regular old Nissan you know sedan or whatever yeah nicely equipped I'm sure but good grief yeah it's a little <clears throat> intimidating and I'm, yeah. I'm one of those guys like when I got my car when I purchased my I didn't care I was like here you go here's the money like give me the car like I was there you know they try to shop you sure yeah I'm like I don't care I just want this car it's fine I can afford it let's go and uh now when you when I made the call I'm like hey I want this car here's this money they go oh well actually it's gonna be six months till we get this and then we don't know how much it's gonna like I was sitting there going like what you don't want this money okay um it is weird that you have to wait so the car comes in if you order one you can't prepay for it and lock that price in. They're like, no, because that, that just shows you how much fluctuation there is in price yeah. right now. They're anticipating it going up, and they don't want to lock in a cheaper price. So I'm just going to get a Ferrari. because if, if, well. if I'm ordering a car, I might as well order might the car well. I want. Put that and, on your Tinder profile. Yeah. So I, we have a, I do uh, need to work on that, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you need a picture of you in front of the car on your profile. So we have a new phone number. Yeah, uh, I think we want to let the onesies know that we have set up a phone number for you to call. It's basically a message line. We're not going to answer, and it's not going to be a dick going, hello? I mean, Andrew might It's a message lonely. and a text. Yeah, lonely. And a text number. So you can text us, leave us messages, um, either via text or via voicemail. And the uh, number, I'm only going to give it out once. What's well, in the I description. It's in the description. Exactly. 
So it's it's nine three six uh, six. Oh my god, I already four messed it up. six three. <laughs> Two, three, two, two. <laughs> yeah, and that's the only time I think we're going to give it out. The rest of the time, it's in the links of the show description, yeah. so you can find it. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Leave us some fun stuff. I love it. The one time I give out the number, I get it wrong. <laughs> well, that's because awesome. you don't have your mouse, so you're, you're thrown off. I am off. thrown off. I know. I You've been traveling? You've been doing all sorts I, of I stuff. I did travel for work again, but yeah, I, I thought it, I put my mouse in my bag here when I got here, realized I didn't have my mouse, and so I am really thrown off today. That means I have to pay attention to stuff, which Yeah, and it's going to slow everything down, so if the show is not uh, very good, it's, it's the mouse's fault. So we had a big week in news, man. There's just a lot of things that were going on. I don't know. Well, I know, I mean, I know the Israel thing is pumping up, which is... No, no, no. Forget about that. So a few weeks ago, we talked about the Toy Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we had the Forgotten Five inductees. Well, they have made their decision as to which one of the Forgotten Five is going to go into the Toy Hall of Fame. I know you and I selected the pogo stick. If it were up to us, it didn't get in. I still can't believe that. No, so out of the Forgotten Five, the Bubble Popper... Yeah, I can the little see that. Fisher Price bubble yeah, popper. That's a classic. Got it. Yeah, it is. Uh, and also inducted were baseball cards, Cabbage Patch Kids, Fisher Price popcorn popper, and Nerf, <laughs> which we described as just being really generic in general. Nerf. So I guess the pogo stick will just have to wait another year. Yeah. So disappointed. I'm glad you, you kept up with that. I think that's an important thing to keep up with. Well, I told uh, you it's a big news week, man. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, see, I'm already, I see, I'm off. I can't do this without my mouth. This is hilarious. So I, I'll just start talking about whatever. No, so, uh, no, yeah, so, hey, what's going on? No, squirrels. So if, I, so if I told you to picture in your mind, Dick, the movie poster Jaws. Could you do it? Could you picture it in your mind? Yeah, and just right a now? person swimming, like a chick, and then Jaws is underneath coming yeah, up. Coming up, right? Yeah. It's it's like it's really iconic. I mean, it's one of the most iconic. And the um author, author, I guess it's the artist, not Arthur, Roger Castle. He was the creator of that Jaws poster. He also did the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, he did Indiana Jones too. Yeah, he's done a yeah. lot of them. Um, but I, I got me thinking. He well, the reason this is in the news is he passed away last week at the age of ninety-two. About time. Yeah, about time. No, every week you come to the show, you be like, "Man, is that Roger Castle dead or not yet?" It's taking. Well, him so I always long. wonder if, like, especially in the movie industry, you got John Williams and you have this guy who have been working with sure. Steven Spielberg for so long, and it, you've been working so long, you probably dread his phone call. Because you're 90, and you're yeah. like, wait, you're making another Indiana Jones? i got to get out my shaky hand and start yeah. drawing and again. Then, and then he's like, oh, we, we need you to do it. All the success really comes down to you sometimes. Yeah. And like John Williams talks about that kind of stuff, because I think for the past 10 years, he only worked f- with Steven Spielberg. And wow. It's a pretty cool gig. That's you why get his it. music sucked. <laughs> but, but I have to admit, that is a certainly an iconic poster. And it got me thinking, like, what are some of the more iconic movie posters like, at least for me personally. And I think for me, obviously, Jaws, of course. But I think Goonies is another one mm-hmm. that comes to my mind. I think mind. he did that one, too. Did he really? I think okay. he did that one, too. Goonies is one. Um, I'm thinking of, like, the Home Alone. That, for whatever reason. Now, that's yeah. not necessarily art, but that is a movie poster that I I can remember of, as being iconic. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's got to be another uh-huh. one. But well, anyways, it got well, me thinking of what the most iconic posters are, and I have a list here that was compiled by whatnerd.com if you'd like to hear it. This is 
So stupid. What do you mean? Oh, and Back to the Future. That's my other one. I found that one is to be one of my more memorable ones. Because if you ask me to describe it in my head, I could see Marty there kind of holding his glasses up above his head with his orange puffer jacket on and the yeah. uh, the two like um, flames going going in between his legs from the car that had just disappeared because it went 88 miles an hour. Yeah, man. Well, so I remember that. The thing That's, that I never really fully understood about the poster world is you don't know what's real or not, especially with today. And then you also have... Like, they never reused it. So those iconic posters were not used as the VHS covers a lot right. of the times. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you got this cool artist to do this cool thing, and you don't reuse it? You don't, especially with the branding? I mean, it went everywhere, didn't it? I mean, it was, yeah, didn't they use it on the uh, the VCR covers? They used well, it some on... of them did. Some yeah, of them. Yeah. Some of them, but not all of them. Really? Mm -hmm. Why would they do a different one else? Oh, I, I guess you're right. The actual movie poster is different than the one they put on the cover of the DVD. I guess you're right. I always assumed it was the same, but no, you're right. I wonder how much money that, that guy made for these posters. I mean, at, after he became famous, I'm sure That's he probably could... why they didn't put it on the VHS cover, because they wanted, didn't want to pay the guy. Yeah, I bet. And it's like, hey, let's just steal the idea. <laughs> after he's a known commodity, I imagine he could charge a pretty penny to do that, right? Don't you think? I, I, would think so. I have no idea. Look up his net worth. So anyways, I've got this list here of the um, top 20 most iconic movie posters of all time. And at number 19, it's Apocalypse Now, the 1979 film. Yeah. I That one, to me, doesn't ring a bell. doesn't strike a, a, anything to me. So I apparently it is very iconic. And then, of course, Airplane. Absolutely. The one where the yeah. airplane is twisted up into like a, a knot. Um, that's very iconic. Oh, this is the slowest thing without a mouse, I'm telling you. Superman. 1978. Were you a fan of the Superman series? Not really. What? Really? Yeah. That's, oh, I that's like for Superman. old people. S Superman's for old people? Yeah, that one. That specific one. Well, there were a bunch of them. Yeah, no, I was kidding. Uh, yeah, it's all right. They're, they're fun. But again, movie posters, I remember them. The Breakfast Club. I think that one was pretty iconic. The Thing. Again, that one to me does not really ring a bell. I guess I should have had this one on my list, though. Jurassic Park. Yeah, baby. You know, the, the, the black cover with the red you know, circle and the T-Rex the kind of walking there. That's iconic, man. No? Not doing anything for you? Well, you know, it's, 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 this uh, idea is getting me thinking about what's the, the, we should not talk about great ones. We should talk about really the bad really ones. The really bad ones? Oh, I'm sure that list is out there as well. well. There, there's certain ones that I, if I remember it's... But you, I'm mouseless, so I can't do anything. Well, it's like, you know it's completely fake. And somehow they put it out where you see all these actors on the poster, but they're clearly not in the same room, and they're <laughs> right. on the wrong yeah. body. Yeah. And the hand, there's like three hands instead of two, and that kind of stuff. I... I remember that. Like, I remember those kind of posters being more fun because it just, like, especially if they're holding something, like, clearly he's not holding something. They just somehow Photoshopped yep, it in. Yeah, I know, I know, I don't have a specific, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, we got Scarface here. I figured you, as being a movie guy, would have, like, hot sports opinions on this, man. Like, well, no, I, I used to, I like movie posters. If I had my own house, that's what I would be doing, is filling it up with cool movie posters. But again, know? but see, the problem is, is there's so much cool art out there, you don't know if it's, like, the real poster. Because there's iconic ones that you talked sure. about, but with today's world, it's like, oh, look at this poster. We can make, like, ten different versions of... Because do you remember hearing about that controversy where when Star Wars, the newer ones came out, mm -hmm. 
were how different the posters were depending on the market. And they removed some of the diverse actors. No. Yeah. And so it was just like all this layout issues. And people were trying to say like, oh, it's because. Interesting. Because like China doesn't like black people or something like that. (laughs) Breaking news. What are you talking about? Well, I know. But no, it's like people. it was a conspiracy theory because, you know, you're putting all these movie posters Uh out. But they would change them up. And so you can look at that. You actually can look those up saying like, you know, different foreign country movie posters and how drastically different it makes the movie look. And so those, that's more interesting than, like, iconic ones. Who cares? Ah, well, I just thought it was pretty interesting. Never mm, mind. We'll boring. skip that. You know what else? You said conspiracy theory. That reminds me. We're coming up on the 60th anniversary of something that happened right here in the great state of Texas. Dallas, more specifically. Do you know what I'm referring to? No. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. JFK assassination. Oh. You would think this was a fill in the blank with dick here. You, yeah. just, you went blank. Yeah, so it's coming up on 60 years this week. So I'm figuring it out. <laughs> no, are you one of these conspiracy theory guys, or do you think he acted alone? You think he killed himself? <laughs> no, not, not the president. That'd be crazy. No, no Lee, Lee Harvey, Mr. Oswald. Oh, as I don't know. Him. I mean, I think it's all interesting, but then again, it's, it's one of those things that uh, it's too far gone. Like, does it really affect? Because it's kind of like the UFO yeah, thing. But it's still a big deal. People travel all over the world uh, to Dallas still to see Dealey Plaza to this day. Yeah, you ever been there? I probably have, but didn't. Oh, you, think you would about remember it. if you you would remember if you went to the uh, the school book suppository. Is that what <laughs> building? Is that what's called? Depository. Oh. Depository. Uh, no, I've. Yes, I'm in the fourth grade. Yeah. No, like it's it. it's awesome. I mean, it and it hasn't really changed much since 1960. Oh, I mean, the trees a, have grown up a little bit more. Is there a simulator there? Yeah, yeah, you get to you, <laughs> you get, get to, to shoot him. Shoot him, yeah. No, but you do get to go right up to the window where he Suppo- shot at supposedly. Him. Right, if you if you believe such yeah. a theory. Um they have that part kind of um, boarded off or blocked off to you can't actually get to the window, but you can get to the window right next to it and Oh, you because can see. they don't want to ruin the evidence. Well, I mean the boxes are all <laughs> yeah, right. The boxes are all set up exactly the way they were that day. And I mean it's it's a pretty if you have not done it, I suggest going. But again, it's it's happened so long ago and nothing really came from it. That's what that Except kind of, for a dead president, but Well, you know. I meant more of like the, the, all these investigations and all this kind of stuff. Like the only thing that probably improved was the the rules that Secret Service has. Yeah, no open top car tra- traveling. Did you know they reused that car? Oh, why not? It's a good car. I guess. Yes, yeah, iconic, right? No, after the um, shooting, apparently, um, they made some modifications to it and reused it for the next two presidents. After that, can you imagine riding around on that thing? JFK shot in that car, and then LBJ used it for a time, and then I think Nixon did as well. So, yeah, it'd be kind of weird. I would want to get back in that car. But it, it was in service for the next, you know, two presidents after that. Yikes. How many times am I going to reach for a mouse that does not exist today? Yeah. But, no, uh, I mean, the conspiracy theories are fun, especially, like, what is it always? It's like every four years when the president's coming around, they're like, oh, we can release some of the documents. Yeah, little and, teasers. And I'm like, does it really matter, though? Like, say the CIA killed him. What are we going to do about it? Nothing. I suppose, but it's, I mean, I would like to know the truth, but I, I, as time has gone by and they've made 3D models of the scene and the car and everything, they've pretty much proven that this magic bullet thing wasn't as magic as they once thought, and most likely he acted alone, and it's not a big conspiracy, but it's just way more fun. (laughs) 
to go down the conspiracy and, well, rabbit hole. And I think it's kind of crazy too because looking because I think even like History Channel is doing something for the 60th anniversary. Oh, and, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, it's going to be legit. And but what's interesting though is it happened so long ago. Getting the facts straight is near impossible. Because I remember sure. I remember seeing this promo for the History Channel and uh, or it might be National Geographic. But who needs facts when you have? But they're interviewing though. all these people who were there, and they all are on oxygen. And I'm thinking to myself, do we really want to like yes, sir. hear this guy's tale when he's 93, and uh, maybe he doesn't remember? Because they're trying to you know sell it as oh new info from this guy who's a Secret Service guy. Now he can finally talk about it, and it's like he does. But would you even take that as truth? Like right. Yeah, it's just as as time passes, you're right. It, it, I guess people care less and less, and the truth becomes less important. Especially to you, I thought maybe you would get more of a kick out of it. So, staying on this theme of movies, or at least we were on movies, and I've abruptly changed to the death of a president. Our girl Gwyneth is back in the news. Good. You know, we covered her and her trial extensively here on the news segment known as Audience of One. <laughs> Wait, is this a so real she thing? Is, this is real. So Gwyneth Paltrow, of course, was in the news earlier this year because of the incident she had on these ski slopes where a man ran into her and it turned into a big he said, she said, where he said she or he groped her. She said he groped her. Wait, what? Anywho, it became it came a nasty trial, a, a national sensation, and it ended with basically Gwyneth not having to pay anything. I think he was seeking a, a, a large sum of money because he could no longer work after the uh, the incident. Yeah. He had, had received some injuries. Well, this story is now getting the musical theater People are treatment. that bored. Yes, they are going to make a musical theater called Gwyneth Goes Skiing, and it will run from December 13th to the 23rd at London's Pleasance Theater. <laughs> Can you believe? Are you are you gonna go get some tickets for I'm Gwyneth, I'm Gwyneth goes see. skiing? It's going to be a musical adaptation. Oh my god! But apparently, this is the same people that brought the uh, story of Diana, the untold and true story, and a cat's inspired how to live a jealousial life. I don't even know what that I don't means. Know what's going on? But yeah, so they're making a musical out of the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. I think that's pretty funny. Are you a, are you a musical guy? You like? Sure. I mean, like, if it's fun and clever. Yeah, I just don't know what all they can do with this. I mean, obviously, there's going to be the incident, and I'm sure that's going to be hammed up quite a bit. But I don't know what all can they make out of this. Maybe it's only be like 40 well, minutes long. Even, I don't what's, know. What's strange to me is the story isn't even that interesting. No, it really isn't. They just it collided really on on a ski slope. Right. He made some grunting noises as he slid in between her legs. Then he asked her how much for a goop candle, and yeah. then yeah, then they went to trial. I don't know. It is weird. It says here he was seeking three million dollars. Yeah, and then she successfully filed a $1 countersuit. That's so baller. That's such a baller move. Look, I don't even care about money. I just want to win. <laughs> she well, it's also, I mean, I, you're a celebrity. And the guy's out of work. He didn't have the dollar. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's a celebrity. She doesn't need the money. And she's r raking it in with all the goop products. Uh, I bet you they have some pretty good Christmas specials going on right now on the uh, the Pleasure Shop items, if I had to take yeah. a guess. I can't believe that website's real. Uh, I can't believe goop, any goop. of it's real. <laughs> yeah, Goop Goop. I can't believe any of it is real. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, it's it's kind of strange to me this man wanted to go that far to sue her for colliding with each other on a ski accident. But then the groping thing was like another, like, why are we going this route? Like, you can kind of sue her because she hit you and you're out of work because you can't 
you know, yeah, use and he your was, legs. Yeah, and he was saying that she groped him after that. I was like, wait, she yeah. ain't groping that dude. Come on. I mean, you never know. Gwyneth <laughs> might be a monster. <laughs> yeah, I think when they asked her, like, what she, uh, like, her losses, she said she lost a half a day at the ski slope. <laughs> and he had lost, like, hearing and sight and walking with a limp and could no longer practice his optometry or whatever he was. And she's like, yeah, but I lost a half day skiing. <laughs> I like it. I, I mean, it. she's... At least she's being truthful. Well, I think, that, again, that gives her perspective of how minimal that whole thing was. And this guy blew it up. And I was just like, yeah, you groped me. Do, like, you think, do you think she takes that dollar that she won and puts it on a, in a frame up in her house? <laughs> right man. next to his picture. Oh, man. I like it. So uh, have you heard this weird story that's kind of going around of, of people who have had blood transfusions claiming... That after the blood transfusion, they've had changes to their personality. Okay. I can see it. I, I had never heard this before, but apparently it's such a widely reported thing that doctors, I believe, in uh, the UK are going to actually begin studying this. And it's strange. And I guess this probably it's probably one of these things where uh, it, this happened as a byproduct of social media. Somebody has an incident, has to have a, a blood transfusion for some weird reason or a normal reason and they start reporting see hey, i had this weird change in personality and then somebody else says you know what me too so did i and then i have aids Th then you're not participating you might be receiving but you're definitely i think you're out of the <laughs> out of the running there bud sorry well that's what my personality changed because i got aids from the blood transfusion <laughs> yeah Anyways, it says, Reachers from the <laughs> University of uh, Geneva noted that six of seven study participants, quote, acknowledged the possibility that transfusions might induce changes in behaviors or even values. Man, I was a Democrat before. I, I, got, I got this transfusion. I used to hate women. Now, now I I'm, love now, them. Now it's MAGA all day. <laughs> but that is kind of funny. But they do say that, that um, you know, this blood carries all kinds of cells. And typically when you're getting transfusions, it can be from, you know, basic loss of blood, but also yeah. to take away some of the diseased cells that might be causing you issues and replacing them with healthy cells. So they're saying that potentially there could be personality traits that reside in these cells. So I got to thinking about this, though. That could really change. If this, if this study does prove out to be true, couldn't that really change the market for blood? And you, you go from people needing it for medicinal reasons and then now opt to get blood transfusions for fun. Like, I think I'd like to get some traits. You're going way I'd like too to, into it. I think I'd like to be able to play the guitar a little better or something. And you go and you, well, get, you, know, you, go and get Joe Satriani's of, blood or whatever. A lot of ladies say I'm not uh, I wanna, emp I empathetic put, enough, so I need to get some ladies' blood into me, I guess. <laughs> there you go. But I think they could really start a whole secondary market of blood transfusions for, I guess. Well, what would happen if, like, isn't that the kind of the story with the heart transplants and stuff? It's the same thing with, yeah. They say it's not just blood transfusions. It's also organ donors as well. They've said the same thing that, you know, I I got a, a, an organ donated to me, and now I suddenly have this, I, I don't know. I could I can sing now. I never could sing before. No, I don't know what, what the, the exact uh, personality change is. But, um, yeah, I think that could completely That's kind of fun. Change. I like yeah, it. I, I want to learn how to putt better, so you go get some blood from Lee Trevino or something. Maybe you want somebody's a little younger. I don't know. Yeah. Give me your blood. You're just like kidnapping Tiger Woods' son. Right. Ooh, yeah. But see, then you're right. People would start kidnapping people just to get their blood sounds and like sell a, it on the hey, secondary market. Sounds like a cool movie. Oh, yeah. I guess it could be. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you, 
Would you donate your blood, or would you receive blood if you knew it could change your personality? Well, I mean, they already want my sperm, so why don't I just start giving my blood? Oh, boy, here we go again with your farm to table. Farm to table, baby. Speaking of weird things, and on the, I guess this is considered listener feedback. This is on the theme of why we can't have nice things. Were you a fan of Chuck E. Cheese as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, what is it about Chuck E. Cheese? I was too. Well, I'm just a fan of arcades. Okay, so yeah. like anywhere there's an arcade. Actually, you know, it's a, a side story here. This weekend, I went with friends to the Woodlands Mall, and I haven't been to a mall in a long time. Yeah, and I was banking on there being an arcade because someone had to get a haircut, and we we're doing a little. We we're picking up parts from my car. Someone. Right. So okay. uh, we were like, "Oh, we got to kill an hour." Let's, so. And we walk. We walked through that whole freaking mall looking mm-hmm. for an arcade thinking we we're like oh we're just gonna find it yeah there's not an arcade well, and that's because it's not 1982 dick but but still <laughs> like the the core value of a mall is supposed to have some type of entertainment there because some people like to go shopping and then the arcade was always meant for oh i don't want to go shopping but i want to spend my time doing something mm-hmm. but even stranger was there was we were looking around oh did you did you see that doo-doo mushroom that you talked yeah, about yeah i really did i really did um but we're looking at the map because we're like, oh, what do they call the arcade here? You know, because I, I remember the the tilts and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh huh. We two officers came up to us and they were like, they're older than me, and they're like, oh, can we help you? Like, find some somewhere? What are you looking for? And I was like, well, we're looking for the arcade. Is there an arcade and around? That's here? code word for cuffing stuff. No one, everyone knows there's not an arcade near. Like this guy's a molester. Well, no, it, and the guy <laughs> straight up goes, "What's an arcade?" The security guy did? The, no, this was a police officer. This wasn't a security said, guy. Oh, it, I wonder if he was testing you. I don't he know. Had to have known it was weird. An and I was is. like, I go, you don't know what an arcade is? And he's like, no. Like, what? What kind of arcade are you looking for? So, I'm like, sorry if I missed it. He stopped you? Yeah, because we're looking at the map, and like, you know, my buddy and I are talking, and we're like trying to figure out like maybe they should have a cool name for it because there's, I mean, there's a lot of places. You know, in you that got mall. profiled. <laughs> Oh, sure. I look at that map all the time when I'm looking for something in the store. I've never been stopped by police. Oh, and I, th- I don't know if he was trying to be helpful or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, he's like, I don't know what an arcade is. And I go, well, you know, like pinball. You know, arcade. Right. And Video he, games. And he's like, oh, like, you, you, want, you want a place where you play them? And I go, I, go, I, have, I, look, at, I look at my buddy and I was like, this guy's messing with me. And he was not messing with me. And the other guy's like, oh, I don't think we have something like that. We have, like, a, a, v- a virtual reality thing that you can pay, but... I don't think there's any like arcade games. I was like, yeah, okay, so there's just not an arcade. That's fine. But I was shocked. And the mall was a disgusting place. So it usually is. Well, I getting back to Chuck E. Cheese, I, I liked it too. I I I'm actually kind of surprised that Chuck E. Cheese is still as popular as it once was, with especially with all of the myriad of entertainment options that are available to kids these days. It's still a thing. And uh, I guess that means you can never really underestimate the power of bad pizza and, I don't know, germs. Because those places are pretty nasty. As an adult, you go in and you, I mean, you look at it through uh, adult eyes and you, it is a much different experience. You also have to look at it as having children and you're don't ha- you don't have any inspiration to do fun stuff. Like, what's a cool place we go? Chuck E. Cheese is easy. Like, it's easy. It has all the food's there. Yep. It's just like you just give your kids money and they go to spend it. Well, they have made an announcement as of last week. Chuck E. Cheese insists... That the room, they are actually, I don't know, let me change this here. Chuck E. Cheese is removing 
animatronics after the release of the Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> movie. And if you aren't familiar with the Five Nights at Freddy movie, this is uh, basically people that get stuck inside of a, a, I guess it's a themed type restaurant with characters that resemble what uh, Chuck E. Cheese looks like. And if you don't know what Chuck E. Cheese looks like, he's I mean, a gray mouse that freaks everybody out because he sings and dances and serves bad pizza. Yeah. But Chuck E. Cheese is insisting that the removal has nothing to do with the movie, but the timing is awfully coincidental. I don't, I don't really remember them ever. Ha- like, the last time I was with the Chuck E. Cheese was probably five years ago, ten years ago, for uh-huh. a nephew's birthday. <clears throat> and I, I don't remember them having a, the animatronics there. Like I remember, there I remember there being a space. Clearly, that's where they were. Yeah, there's a stage, but then there's nothing there. So I, I mean, not well. Okay, so from what I can remember, they didn't perform all the time. They only had certain show times where they were there, and yeah, and the rest of the time, the, sh- the stage was just empty. So if you didn't go at showtime, you probably okay. didn't get. I don't know. Idea. Yeah, you probably didn't get. The Pizza big was show. all right. Games were okay. Yeah. Probably had to shower afterwards. That place is nasty. All right, it's a pretty good time to take a break. When we come back, four men are charged you, with the theft you know of something pretty. They're pretty opening up arcade here. You stepped all over my tees. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> Audience of one. Everyone gets it. Uh, did you know they were put, opening an arcade here? What's an arcade? They, they, it's like a beer arcade. No, over where Moco that. Food Hall used to be. Cool. They're going to put pinball and all that kind of stuff Nice, there. and a mushroom. Well, hopefully the, there's going to be a bathroom there that the kids are taken to. But uh, but yeah, audience of one, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Audience of one, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belshner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. All right, we're back here on Audience of One Show every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Catch us on YouTube. Facebook, Lone Star Community Radio, Worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. And, of course, podcasts is available on pretty much every podcast, I think. I do want to let folks know we have a call-in text line. Don't ask me to repeat the number. It's 936-463-2322. You can see it actually right below us right now. It's up there. There it is. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, We love for you guys to text and call us. Leave a message. We're not going to pick up unless Andrew's... You know, lonely on travels and and things like that. And uh, but we had a good first half. It was fun, and I'm excited about the arcade coming here. Uh, I'm glad you are. I'm glad. Well, you we're are. gonna go to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So absolutely, I mean, gonna play some Galaga. I mean, some you know, I'm really Donkey ha- Kong. I'm happy that video games are not a stigma as much as they were 20 years ago. Yeah, I think because when they came, quote unquote, came out or gained in popularity, it was seen as something for children. Now those children have grown up and they are adults and still like it. So oh, I yeah. think that's why it's it's changed. Initially, games were just for children. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that because I love pinball and it's so much fun to like mm-hmm. just relax for an hour and play some pinball. And I know a lot of my friends do not care for pinball. 
or video games or anything like that, but it's always yeah, like... Yeah, I'm not a video game guy. I do like going to an arcade to play, yeah. though, but I'm not going to sit down at my house and, and just play video games. It's just not not something I'm going to do. I understand that. But, ha- Dick, have you ever been to a restaurant and had someone order the food for you? Probably. I mean, I, I know <clears throat> most of the time I'm pretty sure what I'm going to get before I even get to the restaurant. Sure. Sure. So this happened to me fairly recently. Um, oh, you got someone order for yeah. you? Was it your wife? And no, it was not my wife. Um, I was traveling with a group of people, and uh, it was, hey, we're going to go out to dinner. And I was like, great. And in this particular case, we were going to a Thai restaurant. Now, my family doesn't really eat Thai. I do. So I was extremely excited. I'm like, ooh, because I had not had Thai food in a while. And my mouth immediately started watering as I'm thinking, ooh, I'm going to get me my favorite Pad Ki Mao dish with tofu, mildly spicy like you. You already knew what you were going to get. Well, when I got there, one of the people in the group decides to start asking everyone if They've got any food allergies, what they prefer to eat, this, that, and the other. And as it turns out, he knew the chef, and he was going to order a bunch of stuff kind of off the menu for everyone to eat. Now, it's, I'm not going to complain because this is a benevolent act. He's paying for the dinner. You don't want to complain, but I was like, yeah, see that? it makes for a really odd situation. Yeah. Well, like, But in my case, the food was really good, and I got to try a bunch of dishes that I never would have tried otherwise. Yeah. I was going to go straight for my pad key mail, but I got to try all kinds of things, and almost all of them were good. But it was at the start, I'm like, no, no, what are you, what are you doing? But it was okay. And well, I just wonder if this scenario see, would happen to you. No, I think if someone offers to pay for the meal, do whatever you want, man. Yeah, I'm down. Exactly. I'm down. Exactly. Uh, so I think that that's kind of stuff I can't complain about. I would never complain about. What do you mean bring it up as like an issue? Like I thought you were really going to go with someone like manhandle the table and goes, no, what you're ordering is wrong. Okay, I'm gonna order for you and the alcohol. Like you, and then you get stuck with the bill of like 150. dollars It would be weird if he for, orders for you. He or she orders for you, and then at the end goes, and here's your portion of the bill. You're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I that's didn't what, even order this. Yeah, I think there's rules to the game on that kind of yeah, stuff. And uh, yeah. no, I mean, I, I always, I ordered for my girlfriends and stuff, but that was also <laughs> because the ladies I date are, like, they don't want to talk to other people. I guess it's really weird. You have an interesting, interesting past. Dick. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's not like I wanted to. It's not like I felt like a bigger person doing no. it. It's more of, hold on, little lady, I'll order this for you. Yeah, I don't really care. Uh, you can go ahead and put cheese on that burger. Not this one, though, but mine. Well, you know, it's funny is I was raised, you always let the lady order first. Sure. So you can imagine how many like how many times I kind of came dumbfounded, like, you're not going to order anything? And she, they'll be like, no, you're supposed to. I, that's why I told you what I wanted. Oh, I didn't. Is that why you told me? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Uh, I would never order for anybody unless mm-hmm. I would recommend. And I've always done the thing where, like, I, if I see something that looks really good but it's really big, I'll be like, hey, does anyone want to share this? Because yeah. this looks really good. Yeah. But there's no think, way I can eat all I of that. I think I would order for someone if we were going to a restaurant that I was familiar with and the people that I was with uh, were not familiar with the restaurant and um, had no idea what to order. I might suggest something like, hey, what do you like? Yeah, I would suggest going this, but I don't think I would blindly be like, no, you're getting the, uh, you're getting the pork, because I, I told you. It'd yeah. Be, it's a strange, strange situation. Yeah. Did you hear about the four men who were charged with stealing Winston Churchill's toilet? Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Now, as it turns out- When it's all gold? 
it was a solid gold toilet. Yeah. Now, it was a satirical art piece. I don't think it was actually Winston Churchill's throne where he would do his morning constitutional. No. But apparently this um, toilet was at a museum, and uh, it was stolen uh, like three or four years ago. And it's back in the news because the four men were uh, finally charged with this theft. But this toilet had the nickname of America. And I don't know if you want to show the toilet to our yeah, viewers. To it, it is it is quite impressive. It is what you would think it is, a golden toilet. And it was nicknamed America, which I guess I'm kind of offended at that, but it was uh, meant to represent the um, excessive wealth of America, I suppose. And it was an Italian uh, conceptual artist, Maurizio Catalan. Well, Maurizio, you can suck it, because here in America, we all love our wealth, I suppose. <clears throat> that was my terrible way of defending us. But anyways, uh, the four men were ages 35 to 39, and they uh, have all been charged. What I do think is interesting is when you went to this museum, and I wish I had the, the name of it, you could actually print time to use the potty. <laughs> I think in three-minute increments, you got to do your business pretty quick. But yeah, you could go to this... Um, uh, oh, it's a legit oh, restroom. Blenheim Palace. There you go. And uh, you could actually rent out some time in a three-minute appointment to use the toilet. Wow. So if, if you ever find yourself uh, with the opportunity, would you like to dookie in America? Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, you got to make your day interesting. Why not poop in a golden toilet? I mean, if you, if you got to go. but I'm t And apparently it was actually working. Uh, duh. So when they removed the I toilet, wonder, it caused all kinds of I damage. I wonder if they charge you different for flooding. doing number one. Well, you got three minutes. I think you're free so you to do whatever. I think you're free to do whatever. Okay. Yeah, man. Well, got we, three minutes, bud. Yeah. I'm going to do a handstand, give myself a swir Blumpkin. swirly. A what? What is it? Oh, you do an no, upper decker. <laughs> you do an <laughs> yeah, upper decker. I don't think this one had the ability. Did it? I don't think it had a tank on it. Did it, it look like it was just straight from the wall? Oh. I think in order to do an upper decker, <laughs> you actually have to have a tank. Oh, and if you aren't familiar terrible. with what an upper decker that is, that is really strange. Just to me. look it up. That is kind if of you strange haven't figured to, me it out. to pay to use the restroom. <laughs> That's a strange idea. Three, three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if you go over, they just charge you double or triple or however long it takes you to <laughs> get your business Whatever. done. I'm glad someone tried <laughs> to steal it. That's good. Have you ever, you know, uh, this is the Thanksgiving week, and this, I guess, by default is our Thanksgiving special. Have you ever, and it's like, what is it, the most traveled day in America? I think it's the busiest day at the airlines. There's more people on the roads than any other day or this okay. week, something like that. So it got me thinking about traveling. <laughs> especially by car, have you ever seen one of these road signs, like, you know, the, the, the digital signs on the side of the road that say, like, you know, merging left, road construction ahead, that had been hacked? Yeah, oh, yeah. You've seen that before? Yeah, yeah. and someone's taken over and put, like, a, an inappropriate message? I don't know. There was one uh, in Houston, because what it was was uh, the zombie apocalypse, okay. basically. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's, that that's pretty common. I've seen, I haven't seen myself, but I've seen, you know, like, pictures online where, call out someone's genitals or something, you know, like yeah. about Matt. Hey, look, Matt, there, that's interesting. Um, but anyways, apparently there's this tool that I was not aware of, and it's called the Flipper Zero. Yeah. And this is like a hacking tool that is available for anyone to buy. Yeah, it's RF reader. Yes, that's yeah. essentially what it is. And I had no idea, but it's, it's a radio frequency device that picks up signals mm -hmm. that allows people to hack into signals extremely easily without needing any coding or hacking skills, computer skills, lightsaber skills, yeah. hacking skills. 
Yeah, it's a, I mean, <clears throat> it doesn't really work as advertised. It's, you're, Does it not? Well, you still have to do like it's not like it's not like you go into the room and you can sit there and scan everyone's credit cards and you're good to go. Well, like, it it can pick up just about all the frequencies, but it can only hack certain ones. And I guess the ones that aren't protected very easily, like a road sign or something, can you can get into pretty the thing, easily. The things I've read that people have been really using them for is for uh, parking garages. Okay. So they don't have to pay. Ooh, yeah, it just opens the gate it for you? It just opens the gate. Oh, so that's awesome. I know that's like the, that's one of the popular things for the, uh, the flipper. And then I think another one was like, you can do garage doors... But it's not. Yeah, again, read and record the signal from a garage door opener. Clone any building entry card. Detect the signals an iPhone sends out for facial recognition. Read a stranger's car tire pressure. Not sure why you'd want to do that. But yeah, see, this is kind of the things you can you can do with it. But and I it made me wonder if something like this is legal. Amazon actually stopped um, selling them recently because it fell under one of the categories of like a, a credit card scanner machine or something, and they said we don't do that. Yeah. Um. But the actual device itself is not illegal, I'm buy but one. you can do illegal things with it, right? So that's how they kind of skirt the the law. And I guess it makes sense because, right, you can go buy a car that can go 200 you, miles an hour, but you don't drive it 200 miles an hour. Yeah, you wouldn't hour, right? download it. Yeah. Huh? Download the car? What are you talking about? You ever seen those anti-privacy ads? No, I have no idea. You've never about. seen those? Like, if beginning of movies and stuff in the theater, it's like, you wouldn't download a car. Then why would you download this movie illegally? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that was a bit of a stretch. I had to. I didn't know where you were going with that. Come on now. Yeah, are you familiar with what an ultra marathon is? As if a regular marathon wasn't painful enough. I mean, I've I've heard of like hundred mile runs. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. I think they have them anywhere from like fifty to one hundred miles. Yeah. And um, I actually, when I first moved here to this area. I uh, went to a Super Bowl party across the street from my neighbor, or with my neighbor, and there was someone there at the party who had just completed an ultra marathon. Cool. And he's hobbling around. His, he had his shoes off. Um, his toes were all bloodied. Um, he was wearing, like, sandals, and he had, like, cotton things in between each one of his Worth toes. It. And he's just hobbling, sat down. Like, he literally just finished it. And the rule is you have to run this 100 miles in under 24 hours, basically. And yeah. I don't remember what his time was, but it looked... Absolutely murderous. Like, why would you want to do this? Because a normal marathon is what, 28.2, 28.6 miles or something like that? I don't know. This is three times that. And I love because every now and again you hear these stories of people who cheat during these marathons and they get in like on a, in a car or whatever. I like it. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, uh, this is one of these stories. And that's not necessarily uh, news. It says this ultra marathoner was disqualified for using a car and is banned from competition for 12 months. And I've always said, look, if you're going to do this, you need to not come in first place. It's too obvious. If you get into the car and you just destroy maybe, the competition. Maybe it was on accident. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm probably like 20 behind. We're good. And then it's like. <laughs> well, no. this person came in third place. So they were taking Andrew's rules for cheating very strictly. Came in third place. You'd think no one would know. But apparently these runners all have these devices on them now that track them. Yeah. And it showed that she went a mile or two in under two minutes. Which probably is your first sign that you're in an automobile. But she actually went out there, stood on the podium, took pictures, got her trophy, and then they go back and read the metadata and said, uh, excuse me, what were you doing during this time? She got, she got one of those suitcases that 
Like a little battery suitcase. Yeah, there you go. That goes about as fast as like there you're you walking, go. right? Well, apparently what happened is she came to one of these checkpoints, and she wasn't doing so good. And she told her friends, I can't make it. I can't make it. And they gave her um, an assist and gave her a little ride to give her a break. And, of course, she ends up getting third place, but has now been banned. I'd like to think this is something you would do, Dick. <laughs> I really do. Get into your little hot pocket mobile and scooting around. Uh, mm. But you used to run, right? Weren't you a runner, like a 5K guy? No. Yeah, you told me you used to run. Bike. I cycled for oh. like five, six years. and then how, lo- how far would you cycle? 40 miles, 40, 60 miles. Whoa. How long would that take you? A long time. A long time. So I, you, I was definitely not you doing winning it. any awards. I wasn't then. trying to win awards. I was just basically the friend group I ran with was they're all healthy, and that was the kind of the the annual not annual. We probably did about six rides a year. Okay, that were organized, and it yeah. was just something we did. Did you did your legs start getting really big like those cyclists? I'll, I'll never forget one time we did. They have abnormally large legs. Well, no, I've definitely gotten in good shape. That was for sure. One of my favorites was we're doing, uh, I forgot what they call it, Tour de Houston. That's what they called it. And I was on my way back, back into, it's, it's, all, it's actually a really cool ride. Because what's, uh-huh. what's neat about those rides, especially the organized ones, is they shut down certain areas. You get to bike areas that you never would ever get to bike cool so like for the tour to houston we got to we got to ride memorial that sounds with, with not no quite as cool as a tour to france though i'm just but gonna throw that fun. out there but my favorite the reason i'm telling you this story was it ended up at uh city hall uh-huh. and i'll never forget i've i'm pulling in i'm exhausted because it was on old highway 108 nasa free, uh, freeway so it's just flat and windy so i like half the ride i'm going against the wind dead into the wind yep. and i'm just like Ugh. you should have been doping oh man i've been i would have been awesome yeah um uh, but i remember getting back and i'm i literally had to like i unclips and i get off my bike and my cousin has been there for i don't know probably 20 30 minutes because he's he's a beast and this lady from michelob first person to talk to me and i'm dying and she's like oh congratulations would you like a, Mich- a complimentary michelob and i look at her and i go do i look like i want a beer right now and <laughs> as a matter of fact i want three i know i was like i don't want any of that right no, now it's pretty common after races they they yeah. hand out beers yeah and uh i was like i, I just want water you. and i want the ground and, <laughs> and i want my mom and my, my cousin comes over he's like did you just yell at that lady i was like yeah i think i did I don't really know what kind of blacked out. I was like, I was so pissed. <laughs> but uh, well, but, this this runner was from Scotland, and her name is Jos- Jos- Josiah, and I'm not going to even try and pronounce. Well, people her last cheat name. all the time. Though. She does. She yeah. Well, she hadn't. You know, she claims this is this is her first time. She says, I, I as stated, I accept my actions on that day. I did travel in a car. Well, and I did let her later complete the run, well, crossing the finish line, didn't and that inappropriately happen? receiving the medal. No, didn't that happen? <laughs> I love these here? prepared statements. Didn't that happen here? I, I don't, you know they I don't do know, the, you know they do the Iron Man. Oh yeah, of course, here? yeah, here in the woodlands. Like of course. I want to say one year, some butthead who lived in the woodlands because everyone who lives in the woodlands is a butthead. I've never met a single um, one of them that wasn't. And he moved the just getting a little woodlands. Oh, okay. So like he like lived in the neighborhood or something, <laughs> and apparently like he went out there early morning trying to leave, and he's like, "What is all this stuff?" 
so he shortened the race. So or he something? shortened the race by like I think I'm talking like I'm gonna have to look this up. I don't. I, I, I do I know someone who I competes in that. I want to say that happened because they had a uh, the Woodlands Ironman is one of the last qualifying Ironmans. Correct. Before the, the Kona in Hawaii. Yeah. Yes. So like the, the Kona, it in screwed Kona over like the thirty runners or something like that because of just the short. Wow. Yeah. I may have to look that up. I do know someone who comp- who competes in that, so that's pretty interesting. Because they run on top of the Woodlands Parkway, I think. Yeah, yeah, they run all over. It's yeah, weird. Run, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, they block off traffic. They do. But yeah, all I kinds remember of reading things. that, and I was like, "Ooh, that kind of sucks." Because they weren't technically cheating with intent. It was just like shaved off maybe like a fourth of a mile. But that's all it takes, though. That's all it takes. So, this is definitely not a news story, but it is an audience of one story through and through. This this one makes me think of you from Newsweek. It says uh, A man who went to prison for taking $1 million from a faulty ATM and flew jets or flew friends to an island on a private jet says, No regrets. So, the story goes, and this is pretty funny. So, I think this actually happened several years ago, but it's an Australian man who was out one night. And drinking with his friends and didn't have any cash, went over to the ATM machine and transferred, how desperate is this, money from his credit card over to his saving or his checking account. Anytime you're moving money from your credit card to your checking for for drinks, you're not in a good spot financially. And he noticed that um, it came back saying this transaction could not be completed. Okay. But it spit out $200 to him. Nice. Yeah, he's like, well, that's interesting. It said it couldn't be completed, but it gave me 200 bucks. He's walking off. He said, let me try this again. Tried another 200 Same thing. Tried it again. Same thing. So he's walking off with $600 cash. And this decides, you know what? 600 is good. Why don't I do this to the tune of 26 grand in the first week? Realizes nothing's happening. It never shows up on his credit card reports. And he does this for a while and ends up uh, to the tune of a million dollars, taking wow. extravagant uh, vacations, paying for his buddies. I mean, just lived it up. And of course, eventually he gets caught. And he's out now, though. He served his time, and I think he served a couple of years for doing this, which doesn't sound like a bad exchange, wonder, to be honest I with you. I wonder how they charge you. Because if you're going up to the ATM, you put all your information in, and it spits out $200 still, like, how is that your fault? So well, I, wonder, I wonder what the charge is. Yeah, I mean, it's theft. I mean, he, he's getting money that's never being... I mean, I guess you have to prove intent. And I think the intent is easily proved when he's and doing he's it at an excessive dollars. amount. If he does it, 200 bucks, 400 bucks, no big deal. But it says uh, Saunders was his name, managed to spend around $20,000 in the first couple of weeks before eventually going all out and buying more and more lavish purchases, including chartering a $90,000 private jet to take him and some of his friends to a remote Asian island for a weekend. This sounds like a guy who knew... He was going to get caught and was like, I'm just going to blow every dime and have a blast and consequences be damned. He said it's a pretty addictive thing to make money appear out of nowhere. Yeah, you think? Because I want to say that's happened before with the IRS, where the IRS, you know, everyone gets their check or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Like old school. I'm talking about this is like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. The paper check in the mail. And they get the paper check, and I I think I remember stories of misprints. And oh yeah, sure, yeah. So it's like, oh, instead of getting a thousand, I got ten thousand. Ten thousand, sure, that did happen. And and it's not like the bank didn't have that money, so they just deposited it and they got in big trouble. But it wasn't, 
I don't think they arrested anyone because I I remember one story was a million. Yeah, you know, at that point, you've got yeah, yeah they returned it. They yeah, returned you got, it. You got They're to. like, hey, I'm not depositing this because. So that's what I was going to ask you. If you found this little um, loophole in the system, I would just kept the two hundred dollars and never thought about it. Yeah, again. right. You go, oh, cool. Yeah, and exactly. So you don't think you go back and try it a few more times? No. Yeah, I might try it one more time. Just to see, just to make sure. But then, yeah, I'm not. There, there's no way in good conscience me, I could do this. To me, uh, my logic with that is like, oh, you guys screwed up. I didn't, and then just walk off. Sure. And but, 200 bucks, probably no one's going to be. Because I don't think he's, I don't think the first time he did it was intending to get 200 dollars for free. No, of course it not. It was an accident. No, he was, like, again transferring money from his credit card. Yeah. He was sentenced to 12 months in jail after being convicted of fraud and theft charges. So that's how long he spent. I knew it was a short right, period that of time. Isn't that bad. That's what I was thinking. I mean, he has quite the story to tell now. Got to travel and eat all the fancy foods and everything else. Speaking of money, Dick, do you have any two-dollar yes. bills? No, uh, I have not seen John Hemmen in a long time. <laughs> wow, you just had to throw first and last name out there. Yeah, so I have a decent number of two-dollar bills, which I'm supposed to be putting into circulation, but I've, I've been stashing them away against what uh, our friend John wants us to do. Uh we have a friend who uh, is in the business. Well, I wouldn't. Of, I didn't, wasn't saying he's your friend and my friend. I just know a guy that oh, only okay. uses two dollar bills. Yes, and he he's he puts two dollar bills uh, into circulation, and I have somehow acquired them. Well, apparently some of them can be worth quite a bit of money, and I mean like more than two dollars, which does seem weird to pay something that literally says I'm worth two dollars because I'm money. And give someone I don't know thirty five hundred forty five hundred dollars, but that's exactly. I mean, did you not go on. to the cars and collection thing last weekend over at the Hyatt? I must have missed it. There are people who are selling pieces of cardboard for a lot of money. So well, yeah, but that's not actual currency. To me, currency is what it's valued at. Oh. Now, granted, old ancient money, I can I can see how that goes. But this is like something that's still in in circulation. Yeah. That someone is, they said that some of them can be up to $20,000. Now, finding out which ones um, are valued at, it's kind of a difficult task to do. It's not as easy as just looking at the, the serial number or the timestamp or whatever. But uh, it says bills that have uh, red, brown, or blue seals printed between 1862 and 1917 could be up to upwards of $1,000. So that's these are older, older ones, obviously, not the ones that. Our buddy is handing out right now. They're, they were yeah. printed last month, but yeah, I love the two dollar bill. In fact, why does he want to put them in circulation? I believe they're trying to get them out into circulation again for whatever reason. And so is, he, that, is he make money? Is he the guy at the mill? You're right. He's actually a machinist making the money. No. I never, I never even thought about. It. I thought he was just one of those quirky kind of guys that liked getting you know hundred dollars and two dollar bills and just. Throughout the month, just kind of like, hey, I got $2 bills. Maybe he is. John, you'll have to defend yourself here. I actually gave one of those $2 bills away as a donation to a high school. I was like the seniors fund or whatever. I guess it was last season at a, at, a, at a football game. And the look on this young man's face when I handed him a $2 bill, he lost his mind. He turned around and started screaming to his buddies, look at this, $2 bill, bro, $2 bill. And that made my day. Yeah. Like, wow, this guy's really yeah, excited. You know, I worked at the I work at the alley, and that's what he would pay with two dollar bills. And I was like, "Yeah, huh, yeah, cool." Yeah. Um, but anyways, some of them can be worth quite a bit of money. I think I've got wonderful story. I, I loved I, it. I think I've got a good little stash of them. Maybe I'll bring them in here and kind of make it rain in two dollar bills one day. <laughs> you ever made it rain, Dick? Sure. Come on, admit it. No, I never gone to a strip club. 
I just mean walking in here into the studio and just kind of poof, throwing some bills up as you walk in to do Cindy's show. <laughs> Look at me making it rain. I guess. I don't know. We talk frequently on this show about squatters and how we just well, cannot I, believe yeah. that you know people can get away with squatting in someone else's house. I think this story may take the cake, though. A, uh, a homeowner is arrested after trying to... Um, Evict squatters from his own property, and he says, quote, I walked in on weapons, a prostitute, and a bunch of dogs. Poor dude, man. Uh, but apparently... He knows a prostitute. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure she uh, propositioned him. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> or, or maybe she just had a shirt on and says, I'm a prostitute. Be a lot easier to kind of, recognize. Although, get, some get, of them are pretty get, easy to get recognize. Get you that shirt right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting, though. Uh, so this was in a suburb of Atlanta. And he okay. goes to check in on his own property and then gets arrested for trespassing. See, this is what's crazy about this. Well, and that, I, I really wish if one of our listeners is a lawyer or, can, or works for the government, like, can explain to me how this came about. Like how the squatters' rights and how, you yeah. know, because there's got to be a point where our law and order kind of figures itself out. Like, oh, hey, we're, we're not going to... Common ch- sense takes not, over, right? We're not going to charge this guy trespassing on his own property. Yeah. Well, it, he did, certainly. He said he walked up and found a uh, someone was waving a gun in his face. He didn't know what to do, so he jumped the fence and ran. He said, I didn't walk in on a family eating dinner. I walked in on weapons, as I said, a prostitute and a bunch of dogs in the back, and my fence was broken down. Poor dude. Just to check on his own property. Didn't we actually kind of kind of go through the time period? Because like a lot of times, these squatter stories begin with someone's intending to move in, and then they just don't move out. Something along those lines. So it's like something along those lines. Ninety percent of them were the people who were the the tenant or the what landlords don't live there. Yeah, and they come back and they're like, "What? What's going on here?" Or they they leave it to a management company and something goes awry. It says six months later, they are still living in his home. Can you imagine that? These are squatters. Wow. So just be careful out there, especially all of you homeowners. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so uh, I know the um, Ozempic weight loss drug has been Ozempic. all the I rage these days. I think I've heard of it. I think I've heard of it. You think you've heard of it? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, I think that's the, uh, is that what's called Ozempic? Yeah, it's like, I think it's a shot. Yeah, you take it as an injection. Okay. Didn't we do the story about how people were um, noticing that their impulses after taking this weight loss drug like completely disappeared, like they had no desire to not just one eat, but also shop and buy things compulsory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, yeah. It's, it's working those sensors in the brain. Well, there's been a couple of copycats uh, that are out there now, and it's it's kind of all over the place. So much so that Wall Street is noticing and Krispy Kreme Donuts has taken quite a hit in their stock price recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's fears that the Ozempic weight loss drug will have such an impact that the price stock price of Krispy Kreme is going to take yeah, a I go for a Krispy Kreme right now. But I do think it's funny how like donuts are the the I don't know the poster child or the unexpected consequence to this Ozempic weight loss drug though. Krispy Kremes. I think we should jab you a few times. <laughs> Why? You call see, me you call me I'm, and no, you lose weight no, or something. Sir, no, I'm just saying that I think it would be Interesting to see the effects well, of you on Let's do a Ozempic. blood transfusion. <laughs> let's do the Ozempic drug. What else do we got? Uh, I've got you doing all kinds of I'll things. I'll do it. I'll do it, and we'll see if my personality changes, and then I don't want to shop anymore, I guess. 
<laughs> oh man, how are we doing on time? We good? Yeah, we got like a now. Sure. So, were you? <laughs> did you ever do like after school like clubs and meetings when you were a kid? Like the the after school club. Mm. I think these were things that were popular probably in the '60s and '70s, well, no, maybe did, in the '80s. I, mean, I don't I did, think kids do that anymore. Do I they? did sports primarily, yeah. and then I I was if you're talking about Boy Scouts and all that kind of stuff, uh, I had no interest in that. And I'm trying to think, there might have been it's like a, a theater thing I had to do, which I was really pissed about. But hmm. realistically, my my parents kind of controlled everything I did, and then when did they, allow you to do the after school club. Well, they wanted me. They like you got to do something. You're not coming home, <laughs> right? Okay, so you got to do something. Well, parents in a Connecticut town worry as a quote after school Satan club plans to begin meeting. That sounds really boring. <laughs> after school Satan club, <laughs> what is going on now? I guess if you think about it. It's probably no different than the after-school Bible study, right? When you get down to its core, right, it's, I suppose they think it's some kind of religion. But um, they are... What are we sacrificing today? I I know, but that's the thing is, look, I don't care what these people do, but is it just me or all these people that, like, worship Satan kind of weird? Like, why why is that Satan club (laughs) hanging out with all these puppies? Yeah, I just, I don't get it. They're always just a little off. Why, whatever. But yeah, of course, all the parents are up in arms because, you know, it looks bad and they're worried they're going to infiltrate their children's minds. I love it. And I'm sure that I'm you all, would. I'm all for that then. But however, says despite the name, the group says that they don't worship the devil. It touts that the club is non-theistic. Okay. And it views Satan as the literary figure who represents a metamorphical, metamorphical, yep, construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. Again, it sounds boring. <laughs> what a bunch like, of crap. Like if we're not if we're not sacrificing anything, why am I there? Well, that might be. You have to get into the second level. Oh yeah, right? I'll be all about that. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'm. How many times That's am they, I going to reach for that mouse? You know, that what does I not love, exist. I, you know, th- that story of there's always that kid in your grade that like killed rabbits and all that kind of stuff. How yep. creepy that is. I'm sorry, you. Uh, there's always that kid. No, well, everyone always says there's that kid. You know, it's like sure. You know. <laughs> Like they, they no, probably, I, did, I didn't know that kid. They probably would let oh, him. Oh no, in. that's because I was that kid. If you don't know the kid, then you are the kid, right? Oh, maybe no. I don't know. Do you sleepwalk a lot? No, I, I mean, I... speaking tongues, maybe. Yeah, they wouldn't let you in that club. The rabbit was asking for they it. They wouldn't let you in that club at all. Like <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. It's like it's a little on the nose, Joe. So we're not gonna let you in because uh, they already think we're baby killers. So. <laughs> Quick hit here at the end of the show. Have you ever wondered where the saying Elvis has left the building came from? It never it never existed. I think about it all the time. (laughs) No, but it is. You've heard this saying, right? Like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has left the building. And it's kind of become one of these catchphrases, I suppose. Is that that what you say when you flush? That's (laughs) so weird. (laughs) (laughs) The phrase was first used by promoter Horace Logan. Uh, at the Hirsch Memorial Coliseum on the fairgrounds in Louisiana in December 15th of 1956. I mean, it was, what happened was Elvis appeared in the middle of the night's lineup. Of course, he was extremely popular, and um, the other acts after him were not so happy because the crowd kept cheering for him, so the promoter had to come out and say, all right, everybody, Elvis has left the building so that they would calm down. But I've always wondered where that came from. Thank you, Wikipedia. I like it, uh, I guess. Who cares? All right, that's all that we have got time for this week. Folks, I apologize for my terrible performance. 
as I did not have my mouse, and um, it really threw yeah, me you're, off today. You're a man of accessories. You can't if you don't have your accessories. Well, you're useless. It's hard to navigate back and forth from my notes and stories and the run sheet without the mouse. It's extremely difficult. So uh, I like my. I have three, my apologies. I have three mice up here. Yeah, you guess. have you have a rodent problem. You could have lent me that. Now that yeah, now that the show is over, you're like, oh, this. You need this. You should have said something. I kind of. Didn't even think about it. Yeah. Uh, uh. All right. Next week, onesies. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. Yeah. And don't forget, call us anytime. Text us anytime. 936-463-2322. Sorry. I'm, I'm, it's right below. This it's number right below. thing's really new, man. Yeah. I just... Whatever. Bye, guys.